I think also in America, we eat very processed foods. And so while in Europe, you're eating a lot more farm to table, less processed foods. So it's keeping your inflammation at a minimum. In America, where we're eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of beverages that are sweetened, you know, Starbucks, anyone. So what happens is that we've got a lot of inflammation happening in our body, which is not helping when we eat what is normally a pro-inflammatory food like dairy or like gluten. When it came to eating and dieting, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I interviewed over a thousand women and I said, what did you do? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What did you eat? How'd you do it? If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, The Chantel Ray Way. And each week I have different guests answering your questions. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this week's episode. And today's guest, she is a doctor specializing in dermatology and the founder and CEO of the natural skincare line called Shifa. And welcome, Dr. Lamise Hamden. Thank you, Chantal. Lovely to be here with you. So let's talk a little bit about your own wellness journey and how it inspired you to develop Shifa. Well, I'm a medical doctor by profession, and I was pregnant while I was doing my specialization in dermatology. And pregnancy really was the light bulb moment that I had that really allowed me to really think of what it is we're eating, what it is we're consuming, what it is we're putting on our skins, and whether it's safe. And if it's not safe for a developing fetus, why would it be safe for us? So that was my light bulb moment, because before that, I always thought that, oh, natural, not very effective, doesn't really do very much for you. But I was very wrong about that. Natural is effective. It is better for you. However, you really have to understand it. It's a science uh, unto itself. You have to have the natural products in therapeutic concentrations. So it's been an eye-opener and a wonderful journey for the past two decades where I might've started with natural skincare, but now I'm into a more holistic and a healthier lifestyle. I don't like to say a natural lifestyle, although that is what it is, but it's a, it really is a healthier lifestyle for me. So, and I know that you are coming to us all the way from Dubai, which is amazing. I've always wanted to go there. Yes, it's, it's wonderful. The it's, it kind of gets too hot during the summer, um, but nowadays the weather is beautiful and it's such an international city that it's really great to be in. But also as a doctor and as a founder of a skincare company, we, I get to see many different types of skin and skin concerns as well. So I've heard that, you know, people who come here to America and they can't have the dairy and they can't have the gluten that we have here. And then they say, you know, we go to Germany and we go to France and I can eat um, the gluten there. I can eat, you know, bread. I can eat dairy and I have no problems. You know, my skin doesn't flare up. A lot of people say, you know, when I eat gluten or dairy here, I have psoriasis. I have dermatitis. I have all these different problems. But as soon as I go across the country um, to another country, I don't have any problems. Um, 
do you find that to be true? Like, did you, have you ever visited America and like, do you eat dairy? Do you eat gluten? I do actually. I don't think um, dairy and gluten are the devils that everyone um, points them, you know, see or, or thinks them to be. However, I will say that it's the way we process the dairy, process the gluten, process the meat. Cows are not meant to be on antibiotics all their lives. They're not meant to be in a state of continual pregnancy or continual um, breastfeeding all their life. So by giving um, natural things like a cow, unnatural things like antibiotics or hormones, this of course seeps into the milk, seeps into the dairy, and that's why we're having issues. Uh, same with gluten. Wheat, uh, we've got GMO wheat. Uh, it's not the same uh, species that was planted you know, hundreds of years ago. So uh, Europe still does have the heirloom con uh, uh, qualities of wheat. And they also don't add maybe extra gluten to their bread making. What happens is that when you bake bread, you have to leave it for a few hours for it to, uh, I think it's called leavening. And when, and time is money in business. So they add extra gluten. They don't need to leave it um, as long and they're able to bake it much faster. So I'm not against gluten. I'm not against dairy. I'm not against meat. I'm against the way we are processing it. So Europe has, they, they still respect the farm way of raising um, meat and dairy and they, they respect that. I think in America, if you go back and buy from farmers markets and from people who really respect the natural life cycle of a plant or of an animal, I don't think you will see um, your skin flare up as much. That's number one. Number two in America, yes, I do come to America very often. I grew up in Michigan actually of all places, but I think also in America, we eat very processed foods. And so while in Europe, you're eating a lot more farm to table, less processed foods. So it's keeping your inflammation at a minimal. In America, where we're eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of beverages that are sweetened, you know, Starbucks, anyone. So what happens is that we've got a lot of inflammation happening in our body, which is not helping when we eat what is normally a pro-inflammatory food like dairy or like gluten. Yes, absolutely. So I had gone to go get a facial and this lady, she was like 70 years old and her skin looked amazing. And so I asked her, what is her secret? And she said that she uses Retin-A every single day. She says, you know, you know, all these people try to sell all these different products, but for me, she's like the one product, she's like, you have to get the dead skin off of your, your body. And she said, the other thing is, is that men look so much younger than women because they're shaving their face every day. And so she's like, I do two things. I dermaplane, which is literally like shaving your face every day, which is taking that layer. And she's like, I do retin-A. And she, her face looked amazing. So you talk about what do you feel like your top, 
top wellness and skincare tips are. If you, 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 if you're listening to this, you have to watch it on our YouTube channel so you can see how Dr. L's skin looks so amazing. Um, so what I'm 44 years old. Um, uh-huh. the, so the two things I love doing for my skin, you see, I see skin as an organ. It is the largest organ of your body. So I'm going to talk about it from an, uh, an outside, what you can do from the outside, and also what you can do from the inside, how you feed it. So the two things I really recommend you doing, I absolutely agree with Retin-A, some sort of vitamin A derivative. I've been trying since I was in my mid-30s to use Retin-A and I was very unsuccessful. My face was just way too red. Um, It didn't handle it very well. And the places I needed Retin-A the most, which was under my eyes and my neck, could not tolerate it at all. So I created my own. That's one of the positive aspects of having your own skincare company. So I created something called the Rose Maroc Elixir that has 4%, which is the top, top end of um, granactive retinoid. And what is granactive retinoid? It's a form of retinol that doesn't need to be converted. It's already in its active form. So that I use every single day at night. I cleanse, I tone, and then I use my rose maroc under my eyes, face, and neck. And then anything extra, I put on my decollete area. Who doesn't get age spots and fine wrinkles here? And then the rest on the Okay. Another thing I do is I believe in exfoliation. Now the dermaplaning is that lady's way of exfoliating. I don't like dermaplaning myself just because uh, it it doesn't feel comfortable. And also uh, I find that if you don't do it well, it might introduce, you know, little nicks that could lead to infection. So what I do is I do two days a week of uh, Shifa's triacid peel, which contains three acids, glycolic, which is the smallest molecule, so it's able to go down the furthest. And you have salicyclic acid, which treats pigmentation and acne. And also I have lactic acid. But I've also added uh, natural acids such as maple uh, uh, maple um, acids and sugarcane acids and other um, things like hyaluronic acid um, as well, just to plump up the thing. So it really is about exfoliation, but not every day, because a lot of people use salicylic acid or fruit acids every day. It might make you look nice in the short term, but you're setting up your skin to be extra sensitive to UV rays and to pollution. So in five years time, you've created more aging. So just be careful. So what I like to do from the inside for my skin is to take something called collagen hydrosylate powder. And you can buy it from Vital Proteins, Great Lakes Collagen, have great collagen hydrosylate powder. Just make sure it's from grass-fed beef and take one tablespoon of that a day. You can put it in your coffee, your tea, whatever. What I like about the collagen hydrosylate is that it helps your skin from the inside. I also suggest stinging nettle tea, rich in vitamins and minerals, and it's great to help your liver detoxify. So it's great to uh, give you overall skin clarity. Mm, Awesome. So 
in my newest edition of my book, Waste Away, I talk about people don't have to deprive themselves when it comes to food, but everyone needs to decide for themselves what are their red light, yellow light, and green light foods. And so the red light foods are foods that you just say, either I don't like them or I just don't do well when I eat them. Maybe my skin breaks out. I don't feel good. Yellow lights, like I don't feel great. Um, So what are those for you? I have to say, I don't have that many red light foods. Um, However, recently, over the past five years, I've developed some sort of a, my my body doesn't react well to French cheeses. So unpasteurized cheeses breaks me out. And I never had that problem before. So that for me is a red light. And I know if I'm going to have that cheese, because I love French cheeses, I'm going to break out in the next two or three days. For me, yellow lights are carbs. I do suffer from SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. And I find that when I really go overboard in the simple carbohydrates um, and dairy, it tends to clog up my system and I don't feel very well afterwards. I really have to make sure I eat a lot of fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. But I'm not that, um, and, and talking about, um, I find a lot of people do um, blood tests or um, food intolerance testing using um, their blood. I don't know what you think of it, Chantal, but from my point of view, it, there are a lot of false positives and false negatives. So it doesn't really give you an accurate picture. You, the, the most accurate way of figuring it out is doing an elimination test or an elimination mm-hmm. diet. I agree. I think those tests are, you know, there's so many that are not accurate. I mean, there's some, I've done them like, back to back to back, a couple of them, three different times. And the one thing that it said I was, you know, didn't do well to the next test, it said I did fine too. So I think you do have to, the best way is for you to just listen to your own body. And like you said, when I have this, I know I don't feel good or my face breaks out or whatever. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far, but as you know, I've interviewed over a thousand women and every time I've watched a thin eater eat, I realize that maintaining a healthy weight is a skill that can be taught and mastered over time. That's why I created a video course that will teach you all the tips that I learned to help me lose over 30 pounds. It's way more powerful to watch the thin eaters than even to listen or to read it. Go to ChantalRayWay.com slash video for a free glimpse. If you're wanting to take yourself to the next level, everyone needs a coach. Every professional player has a coach. We want to come alongside you and help you in your journey. Go to ChantalRayway.com slash coaching. I just had someone listen to the audiobook three times and she just emailed me and she said by her listening to the audiobook three times, that's what did it. That's what allowed her to really lose the weight. We have an amazing offer for you. It's the second edition of my book, which has tons more information. It has the audiobook, the ebook. It normally runs for $29.99. You can get it today for $4.99. Go to ChantelRayway.com slash deal to get it. Now back to the show. All right, let's jump right into the listener questions. So this is from Katie in Lewis, Louisville. As a teenager, I had bad acne and now I have a lot of scarring. Are there any natural products that could help me fade my scars? Okay, so scarring in general, it's better to always prevent them 
because once you have it, it's it's quite difficult to take away using only topical ingredients. So some of the topical ingredients you should try is pure tamanu oil, T-A-M-A-N-U oil. It's a lovely nut that has been shown to help fade away scars with use. So try that. It also does not cause acne because a lot of the oils tend to maybe be clogging for skins, especially if they're the thicker oils, but not tamanu. It actually helps prevent acne. So try that. Um, my Shifa Healing Balm also won an award from uh, somewhere in the UK for its ability to help with scarring. However, I will say that the gold standard for scarring is going to be lasers or deep peels. I prefer lasers just because less damage is done and you also have less secondary damage like hypo or hyperpigmentation that occurs more often with uh, deep peels. So maybe try and do healing balm, tamanu, plus or minus a laser like Fraxel or even um, microneedling would help. But you are gonna have to do a few sessions of that. And I do know lasers are expensive, but they do tend to be the gold standard. And it also depends on how um, deep your scars are and how old you are. Awesome. This next one is from Lindsay in Anaheim. I saw someone getting a vampire facial on a popular reality TV show, and I'm wondering what the benefits are. Is it painful, and should I think about getting one? Lindsay in Anaheim. Okay, now I have to admit, the first time I heard about the vampire facial, I said, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. But actually, I do recommend you getting it because it is Fabulous. It's one of those things that I like a lot because it utilizes your plasma, your own um, growth uh, cells or or cells that help with growth um, from your own plasma, from your own blood. So what you have to understand is that doing it once is going to make a little bit of a difference. You have to put in your budget around uh, four sessions of, it's called microneedling with And if you're at a certain age as well, ask your doctor or whoever's performing it for you. They're going to do microneedling, okay? And you should uh, be numbed because it does never do it without numbing. So do it. And over it, they're going to put your purified plasma. And over that, uh, at the areas where you have deep wrinkles or fine lines, like your nasolabial folds and around your eyes, ask them to put some sort of um, filler, but not injected. They put it over it. And because of the um, channels that the microneedles have created, the filler actually goes right in and it gives a very natural um, uh, effect or a very natural result without it looking over puffy. So, you know, if you're in your 40s, you might want to try microneedling with PRP with fillers in the areas that you need it. But yes, I actually do like it. Um, And I think it's really good for acne scarring as well. It can help pigmentation. It can give you smoother skin texture. So I do like it. Awesome. Jessa in Topeka, 
I have a super sensitive skin. And whenever I use toner, my face gets super dry and red. Is toner really necessary? And if so, are there anything that I can use for sensitive skin? I actually love toners, but I don't like toners the way everyone formulates toners. They usually have a lot of alcohol in them and alcohol is cytotoxic, which means it kills cells. So the toners I create are based on aloe vera, rose water, and hyaluronic acid. So they're more like essences. So it depends. Um, not all toners are bad, but just take one or buy one without alcohol. Now, if you have sensitive skin, you might want to consider um, a hydrosylate. Now, what is a hydrosylate? It is the um, evaporated steam water that comes out when you're um, making essential oils. And the hydrosylate of chamomile would be a wonderful addition for you because chamomile is very soothing, anti-redness, anti-inflammatory. So if you can get hold of chamomile hydrosylate, I think that's good for you. And also try one of the thermal waters instead of a toner. You know, the thermal water sprays that come from um, these lovely uh, thermal um, spas or thermal water, um, uh, I, I don't know what they're called, but you know, they tend to be very um, softening for the skin and anti-inflammatory as well. So no, you don't necessarily have to use a toner, but I do like something after cleansing just to give it that, that final cleanse, I guess, and final wipe. I, I personally like using it. Awesome. Tammy in Baltimore. I laid out a lot when I was younger and now I have small dark spots on my face. I think they make me look old. How can I get rid of them? Tammy in Baltimore. Definitely. You've got um, UV aging and you need to reverse that. There are things that reverse it very effectively. One of them is what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, which is Retin-A or a vitamin A derivative. It has been shown in clinical studies to reverse UV aging, which is what you have. Now, in addition to that, what I would like you to use is... Um, natural skin lightening ingredients, um, such as licorice root, hibiscus, um, green tea, niacinamide, all of these ingredients are great at skin brightening and reversing the pigmentation caused by um, UV damage. So you need two approaches. One is a vitamin A derivative, actually three approaches, sorry, you, you will need three. You're gonna need the vitamin A derivative, you're gonna need the skin lightening agents, um, like what I just mentioned, the licorice root uh, and niacinamide, and also you're gonna need peels. Now the peels that you do twice a week, really get into, into the habit of doing that, not only will reverse your pigmentation, but you probably also have damage to elasticity and the collagen fibers as well, because UV damage does not only um, damage or uh, make an effect with your uh, melanin-producing um, pigments. It also um, causes abnormal cross-linking in the collagen. So these three approaches 
in a year's time. It didn't take a year for you to get there and it's not going to take, you know, a year for you to reverse that damage. But in a year, you're going to see a wonderful result and you're going to look brighter, much firmer, and um, your skin is, the texture is going to appear much smoother as well. Awesome. I was looking at the site on your top. You have a Shifa heat bomb, and it says it's good for eczema and psoriasis. I have a little bit of psoriasis here on my forehead. Does that product really work well with psoriasis? And what are the healing uh, herbs and balms that are in it that kind of help with psoriasis? Well, it helps with rosacea very well. It helps with eczema, and it helps with psoriasis. We don't know what is the core cause of psoriasis. We know it's inflammation based and we know that it might have something to do with stress, right? So the healing bomb, I think, works on two aspects of psoriasis. The first is the stress because of the chamomile, the calendula, the German chamomile. All of these not only are potent anti-inflammatories, but they're also stress reducers. When I formulate skincare, I really see as stress being a contributor to aging and to skin concerns. Anywhere between 10 to 40% of skin concerns can be attributed to uh, stress. So that helps with your stress levels. But also I have St. John's wort, arnica, calendula. That also helps a lot with anti-inflammatory and helping your skin um, not be inflamed so much and not sending out inflammatory responses that your body then misinterprets. And this is how you get psoriasis. So I think that... These herbs work beautifully in conjunction with each other. And of course, you know, the balm itself or the base oils, I, I call them, are very soothing. I use mango seed butter, which is incredible. And it's rich in vitamin E and, um, and vitamin A, which is also very important for people with psoriasis. And this product, and along with some of your others, is also in Sephora, correct? It's in uh, Nordstrom and Bloomingdale's. My multivitamin. Oh, okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. If listeners want to find out more about how to follow you, uh, tell them where they can find you. The best way is through social media on Instagram or on Facebook at Shifa Beauty, which is S-H-I-F-F-A Beauty. Um, that's the best way of getting in touch with me and just learning any tips and tricks about health and wellness in general. Awesome. Well, it was so great having you. And if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at ChantalRayway.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.